What it is, what's up, gotcha Yeti Mike in the Cut, the Telesis of Societal Podcast, and we are back with another, for the first time in probably several weeks, best projects I heard this week, um, trying a new format once again, just making it very, very short, that's the format, um, so we have Little Ugly Man, we got... I'm going to check my list. That is somewhere else. There it is. Uh, Alex Cameron and Russ. Yes, that Russ. All right, after the break, we'll go over the projects. So this one right here is a project or an artist that has pretty much made what would probably be your favorite underground hip-hop project, but you just haven't listened to it yet. Multiple um, candidates for that situation. You have uh, Mr. Thug Isolation, one of the premier uh, horrorcore slash Memphis-inspired project that came out last decade uh you have uh what's it called oblivion assets which is pretty much you have this this zany flashy swaggy murderer uh just straight cold killer in the first album this is the after effects of that life that that character had and we get it's a complete departure from some of the uh, boastful antics of Mr. Main uh, from the early album. Truly both incredible production through and through and just exemplary song structure. Um, lyrical components that while may not be the most, um, I guess, well-written or, or, or realistic for some people, engaging all the same. Uh, and you go from there to the three-sided tape, which is one of, I believe, the last projects uh, done by Travis Miller as Little Ugly Man. Potentially one of the last ones, maybe ever. Um, and there's two parts. I think there's multiple parts of it, but there's two on Spotify. Um, three-sided tape, volume one, and then three-sided tape, volume two. I've not listened to it yet because one has just been that amazing. It starts with this song, uh, Nasty Awful Rappers, which kind of has this, you know, kind of typical, uh, kind of early main boastfulness, but he expresses a lot of what he is in samples and, and chopping those up and very, uh, abstract and, and, and forlorn, um, kind of ideas as far as instrumentals go that flow around these very... I mean, there's samples on here you can't identify anywhere. Reddit, who sampled, YouTube, wherever. Just things that, like, Ugly Man has in, like, his house that he just chopped up from some tape that he found in the middle of off going off ad. Like, it just, it, it's that, it's that, just, his, his ear is crazy. His, like, desire for, for... To, to, to have the reader just go out on a limb to figure out what's occurring 
And I think while his uh, concepts lyrically sometimes, as he would even put himself, maybe get looked at with too fine a microscope, here, a little bit more plain uh, spoken for the most part. Songs like Steel Spitting, Chopping Up Scarface, I believe, and uh, just saying, you know, Still Spitting, Still. <laughs> Still giving ass kickings. Still wearing Tim's. Still giving ass kickings. And I mean, it's just he. It, it's such a wide spectrum of sounds from chopping up that uh, kind of low-key underground type hip hop to you know can set me which is kind of like a, you know refrains. It reminds me of like kind of like those pre kind of like club dance tracks. And you could easily hear this and like. Some like hole in the wall and like you know some like some European country like not France but like some hole in the wall right by France that just really a little bit you know sexually active you know just the 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 censoring around sex is really matter in that country you kind of get something like that headboard headboard which has been kind of reappropriated for his um his bad weather persona which. Uh, kind of actually there's a, a sequel he made recently apparently to this that was posted on KTT2 I don't know where else um, but kind of more stargaze as they put it there uh, very good sound uh, Jesus Peace which is another one of those samples that is off the wall uh, Vud Merc which is kind of a really uh, metal rock type beat and just on and on Ends with uh, Slack in My Mac, which is a maybe the original version to No Slack in My Mac. He, has a couple, he uses a couple different versions that kind of go in a different lane with some of his earlier songs, the rap ones. Uh, there's also a different version of, um, uh, well, it's also a different version of Polar, right? It's on here. It's uh, Forever I'll Be Stankin'. And then um, uh, one of the lead singles off of Mr. Doug Isolation, uh, also, I think it's. It might be on Lugubrious, which has a different version too. That's wildly different, but something like that. He, I mean, he just hits every niche to just about any prominent genre you can think of on this album. And it, for the most part, uh, flows very well. An hour and three minutes, but I think once you really start getting into the meat of it, you know, he, he, uh, he gives you some good. And then he has a refrain close to the middle. Uh, it's kind of like an interlude, a spoken word. Kind of poem, not really even rap at that point, but kind of spoken word where he kind of breaks down why he's in the game, what he wants out of it, what he doesn't want out of it, what he would like differently as far as stuff like critics go. Uh, I think this is just a, 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 a one of the few projects that an artist can make that really allows the audience, especially more elusive guys like you know MF Doom or uh, you know. Uh, Captain Murphy, you know, just somebody really low key that kind of keeps themselves as far as music of knowledge. You know, this a project that's a producer, but a project like this really allows you to get a brief glimpse of the real person and not the persona that Play a Circle or MTI uh, would normally do. So, going from there to my next project, in a sense, wildly different and in the same token, kind of similar Miami Memory by uh, Alex Cameron. I found this project through one of the greatest playlists I've ever seen. 
Um, it's a playlist that circles around the song Shamika uh, by Fiona Apple. And it's just some real boner jams there, as uh, Charlie would say. Uh, real, real heaters, I would say. And the seventh track there, well, sixth track, um, following things like Femme Fatale, Hide in Plain Sight, and leading up to things like Someday by the Strokes, you know, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, You and Who's Army. Uh, so just, just a track that's in a rarefied air and one that kind of works in that rarefied air. Uh, Stepdad, the lead single off of this album, fantastic. One of the greatest tracks I've heard in recent memory. Um, kind of like when I first thought of it, when I first listened to it, and I saw the album cover without checking the album date, I thought it was like got the late 80s early 90s it's just such a throwback feel to it and it's such an openness with the lyrics you know kind of it really makes you think like if you've ever had a step parent or step relative it's really kind of uh elicits those emotions and uh, i just love it for that and after watching alice cameron interview i think not zane low but somebody in that kind of tier as far as interviews go um this guy kind of like presents with each song and I guess each album on some extent kind of presents these narratives and lives that you know he kind of wants to just get out there that can relate to people that people can relate to um kind of like you know a, a theater writer a play writer something like that Shakespeare you know he's just creating these characters that he's kind of living through and it's pretty cool um I would say towards the tail end, I kind of uh, didn't have some of, the, some of the same love, some of the songs I did in the beginning. Uh, but, you know, for me, I always seem to lose a little bit more interest towards the back end. Uh, maybe I just lyrically did not pay attention as much. And with this guy, you definitely have to listen lyrically uh, thoroughly. All the production is so, you know, uh, just, just um, homely that you kind of get lost in that to some degree. But, uh, this guy, his lyrics are very, very... Hey, they'll touch... Uh, let's just say it. These lyrics will touch anybody. In these 10 songs, you'll at least be one song that hits you somewhere. A song called Bad for the Boys, which is like... Kind of like... If you... Um, if you think about it, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The way that like the whole world kind of moved past... You know, Dennis and... And in fact, these guys that were cool with Dennis, you know, the rest of the game that Dennis was doing in high school and then like, you know, the world kept on moving, but he's still stuck there. Kind of like living off his rep from back then. Or, you know, the 50 cent lyric, damn homie in high school, he was a man homie. Um, Bad for the boys pretty much kind of piggybacks off of that idea. Uh, the guys that was popular are like in getting like sexual assault charges uh just barely getting by they're pretty much done like they're they're washed up at this point <laughs> and um yeah i think it's kind of pretty much it, it comes in the sense that i don't think high school necessarily all of what it's thinking about but you know if you just read the lyrics here pre-chorus right here and here comes the grammar police here comes the pc brigade here comes a match on the floor from the bay try to get it and mate and now you live in little lives without women and blaming them for all the change. You thought the boys are going to stay the same. But no one cares about your good old days. 
maybe this is my interpretation and you know he is trying to make these fairly open interpretation in how you let it come to your life and affect your life but Babar's like poor slack that was Jack he took the bay and his girl back and here comes Mike with the motorbike he just never never get to see that little tyke um you know here and handsome Corey Corey with his high school glory yeah no one wants to hear those fucking stories so in a sense these guys um you know I guess try to keep up the what do people say the patriarchy I think that's more what he's shooting for in this song lyrically but um The way I interpret it is people that kind of balled out in high school, specifically men, obviously, to make this fit. Uh, life just passed them on. The changes in life, the changes in society just passed them on. Stepdad, great. Bad for the boys, great. Miami memory, the titular track. I'm kind of iffy on as far as songs I like. Like it's on the lower half of it, but it's still one of the better tracks you'll probably hear from this uh, project. And a really good song, I think, in, in general. Um, so this one, uh, my memory is supposed to be more kind of like more of actual like love palette to his partner or whatever, from what I see here. But um, Far From Born Again is one of my favorite songs. Because this is so zany, right? Like it's literally a song that you could make like watching the progression of OnlyFans and, and Manny Vids and all that stuff to like, every facet of American society but no one I just other than a Lupe fiasco earlier this year there's not many people who have like written a real song about the not just like getting money from dudes that are simps but actually writing a song about the process mentally and physically of someone who chooses to go on that grind uh, Lupe kind of does a more of judgmental tone as he himself is actually expressing to these people. Maybe you should go down a different path. Um, Alice Cameron here is kind of writing it in the tone that this is why she's doing what she's doing. Um, I think a video appears to be something related to strip clubs, but I haven't watched it yet. And uh, yeah, I mean, here, you know, just the first verse. Men don't protect her, they just neglect her. They got us singing the blues. There's either no God or there is, and he don't care about you. She'll keep on hustling, making money till the cash starts rustling. She got the keys to the till, her scent is dancing like a pie upon a windsill. And of a friend he comes to a couple of times. <clears throat> same men that tell her to stop are the same suckers that pay. Far from born again. She's doing porn again. It, it sounds so good. You gotta, you gotta listen to the one. I mean, it's just... If you wanted to hear... I think most men's thoughts about why women getting into this line of work isn't that bad. Or why we just really shouldn't have an opinion on that one way or the other. Not saying it's necessarily my thoughts, but just the prevailing thoughts of someone on this side of the, the argument. Um, this song would go a pretty good way to specify. I mean, far from born again, she's doing porn again. All right, so go from there to uh, the Chomp by Russ. This is a the first time I will 
I've ever listened to a Rust project be the first time I've listened to Rust. See, the first time I will give any praise to Rust. It's a good project. I'm going to just put that out the way. If you want to turn now, go ahead and do it. This is a good project to me. This is enough for me to think, okay, this guy has some talent. Um, Logic also has talent. That doesn't absolve Russell being a corny human being. One of the corniest musicians to ever come out. Um, but this does go to show why at least someone is interested in this guy from a musical standpoint. Now, for me, uh, let me check my notes real quick. I went completely off the cuff on the last two, but just reading my notes. I had to put my bias aside listening to this. I think most people should be able to put their bias aside listening to certain acts. Um, some people are, are unable to. Some people can't listen to... Uh, some people can't watch Steve Austin or think about him being his wife. Some people can't watch Woody Allen movies. Uh, some people can't watch Bill Cosby. You know, Some people can't watch iCarly anymore, which they're <laughs> back in the iCarly remake. I wonder how it's going to be without Dan Schneider like showing my Grant Cosro's feet every five seconds. Um, you know, I mean, just some people can't put their bodies aside, and that's, you know, fine. It's hard to distance artists from musician, uh, artists from music sometimes, but I do my best. And great production across the board. Uh, some good, cool sample flips, some cool change ups from uh, time to time. Not, not many beat switch ups, but, you know, it's a little minor tonal shifts, so to speak. Um, he's a he's a great producer. I don't think he produces every track here. I think um, I think Ninth Wonder produces the last track, and DJ Premier produces the third. But I think he produces the other three on here. Um, and that he doesn't he kind of does the uh, triplet flow from time to time on here. Um, he is like logic in the sense that he just seems to prefer to ride a little bit faster off beat off of beats, not off beat, but off of beats. He just likes to go faster. Kind of where he catches his pocket at, which is, you know, fine. Uh, not necessarily chopper flow, but just, you know, kind of just, we, you know, hurry up, no huddle offense. Uh, <laughs> and um, really good features. I think this is where, to me, where Russ would work at. Uh, you can't have too much Russ. And you don't need a, a like, a longer, tra- a longer album than this. Um, to, in my opinion, like, you could do, like, like, eight, nine tracks. You don't need, like, a 15-song Russ album. Uh you need a breath from him because it's like his topics, which also similar to Logic. Rap game ain't nothing. Uh, retreads across the board, and I'm the mob boss. I'm running this game, uh, which Russ Corleone, the, the prevailing meme, uh, him sending his head is actually to a punch in the face. Uh, it's it's all so tiresome uh, lyrically, but in the in the span of five tracks and him being a new act to me to listen to it doesn't work then on me too much and with guys basically they're all more interesting lyrical uh acts coming in from time to time and the great production it, it works you know it works for five songs i liked it um the best tracks i think i had inside job because of his um his flow on that was probably my favorite. Some of the some of the things he did with that beat, uh, you can definitely tell that he was putting his best work into that premiere beat. Uh, so I hope those two kind of work again at some point. That was pretty fire, and it's also the shortest one. It feels the most concise, and while it doesn't probably add the most lyrically, um, 
I liked it. I would also say I like to line them up because of Buster's verse. I don't really remember Logic's too much, but the uh, the the hook on Momentum. I wasn't the biggest fan of that. <laughs> it was just too much, too much of that hook, and then it just wasn't a good hook. It's kind of like that, you know, YouTube rap type hook, or oh, the individuals that YouTube rap fans like that that type of hook. They love it. In the same vein, it's like a, a Hobson or Eminem or a, a Mountain Dew drinker rapper. This this momentum is for them. This moment, this hook momentum is for them. But um, Black Thought and Benny Butcher were amazing on there. And uh, Russ did a good job of setting the plate up for, for those two as himself. Uh, King Crook on the first song also was great. So yeah, I would definitely recommend listening to that one. So my my player uh, comparisons for these. So for Russ, I put Evika Zubak. Uh, I'm not gonna explain these. For Alex Cameron, I put any of those elite ass NFL draft picks that reveal some insanely fucked coming of age story. Uh, so yeah, that <laughs> if you if you know if you follow the draft, you know what I'm talking about. And then I don't even have one set for Little Ugly Man. So we'll just go with like we'll go with Jason Williams. You know, that's a that's a stereotypical one. But we'll go no, we'll go with we'll go uh, Arvita Sabonis. That's what we'll go with. Arvita Sabonis for three sided tape and Little Ugly Man. So that's gonna be it for this one. Uh, I went just went long. I thought twenty minutes. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, man. I thought I could get this done, but Jesus.